Hello guys and welcome back to the Growth Club podcast. Today I wanted to talk about being sober curious, wanting to drink less in a culture and society that has a heavy drinking culture and just kind of my journey with it. I will preface and say that I'm not trying to shove down your throat to drink less if you enjoy drinking, if you like drinking, I'm not trying to change that in any way. Just a little bit of a chat and my thoughts around it at the moment. So today hasn't been the best day. It's quite frankly been a terrible mental health day. The worst one I've had in a few months. It is a day later and I'm recording. I just thought based on the sentence that just came out of my mouth saying like this is a really bad mental health day, why was I wanting to record? Like I'm terrible at giving myself a proper rest day yes there are days where I rest or I rot but it's like not intentional or it's like it's a half like it's a half assed rot or rest where I'm not actually properly taking care of myself and yesterday I was obviously as I said not having the greatest day and I still didn't let myself fully I guess sit with myself and kind of feel what was going on I have a bit of sometimes this urge to just always be productive even on bad days when I'm struggling with my mental health I really am like high functioning like I still try and keep going and keep pushing myself even if like my mind is screaming at me to not and I think yesterday was one of those days like I was fully intended to whip out a podcast episode despite feeling like absolute shit And I'm glad in the end I didn't do it. And we're revisiting it today. Today is a new day. I really like mornings. I feel like, I don't know, I think I saw a quote recently, but it was essentially just saying like each morning is kind of an opportunity to have a better day. Obviously that's within constraints depending on your situation, but I tried my best this morning to set myself up for a better day as I've kind of talked about on other episodes. So I ticked off my scheduled run. It was a tempo run quite brutal but I'm glad I got that done I actually got ready put some effort into myself um I had a job interview as well a bit later in the day um but yeah I've kind of turned my mood around compared to what it was like yesterday I'm not saying everything is rainbow and sunshine but yeah today I'm feeling a lot better and I'm glad I'm more prepared to record today I'm actually going to Brisbane tomorrow for the day just to have a like appointment but then I'm just going to see friends. Everyone in my life is like we're kind of in this weird phase where it's like we're exiting our uni era and kind of entering our full-time work era. So I'm honestly seeing two of my friends when they're on their lunch break and then I'm going to try and catch another one after work before I drive back at night but yeah that's what that's on the cards for tomorrow and the day after one of my friends from Brisbane Lara is coming up for the day and I'm excited because while I've been trying to keep busy having as I said like establish a morning routine to kind of give me structure I've just been applying to jobs and I'm just in this kind of clunky bit which is cool at the same time because I get have a lot of freedom right now but I'm living on the sunny coast and I do have one really close friend here which who I try and see like once a week but she's got work and she's busy. It's just quite isolating. I don't know. It's weird because like I lived across the world for 
quite a few months away from my all my friends and now I'm like within arm's length of my friends but not quite there that you know I do miss seeing them so yeah I'm really excited that this weekend I guess I get to fill up my social cup because it definitely does get depleted during the week when my main source of communication is kind of just with my dad with people out in the world on their walk just saying hello and and then the occasional catch up with people I do know here I'm just in this phase really where I'm kind of I don't have an established life yet which I've talked I went through this in London as well it's like once I find a job and I know where I'm going to live then I can kind of start re-entering society again and putting myself out there more but right now it's very up in the air like where I will be living and so I'm just kind of going through life but let's just get straight into it so I want to talk about being sober curious I'm not sure if this is controversial controversial and as I said earlier I'm not trying to like shame people I'm not phased if you drink if you really like drinking don't feel like you have to change but I just thought I'd talk about it because alcohol's been a big thing in my life for like most of my life really my relation with my relationship with alcohol Growing up, and I feel like I can speak for a lot of Australians, there's a massive drinking culture. It's quite similar to the UK. And I just know I always grew up, no shade to my parents and family, but, you know, them having a beer in their hand. And that, you know, Friday, Saturdays were drinking nights. And, you know, my dad has pretty much drunk alcohol every night for majority of nights for, like, the whole time I've known him as my dad. And just... You know, all family occasions like Christmas or Easter or any, yeah, any just like family occasions with the extended family that it's just a big piss up. Like it's just get on the drinking, get outside, barbecues and stuff. And there's parts of that celebration and coming together that I really like. And I really kind of like how we do kind of go outside and make a day of things. But it's always centered around drinking, I feel and yeah growing up it's just kind of been always there it's kind of just been normal and I wouldn't say mm, expected might be the word actually it's kind of just expected in our society that yeah you hit an age and then you do partake in drinking not saying that on a binge drinking level but it is expected I think yeah once you hit 18 or even before then that you kind of do socially drink And I think you get, sometimes you get a few weird looks when, you know, you decline a drink. Um, Some, I feel like sometimes people get a bit offended as if you're saying no to them, no to the social occasion when it's nothing to do with that. But yeah, so family, extended family and my close family, alcohol's always been in it. It's always kind of just been seen as this thing that I eventually will partake in and seen as, you know, a social lubricant, just a way to have fun, a way to socialize and connect and that there's nothing wrong with it and you know it's like completely fine and then throughout high school I think I had my first like drinking like few little parties and stuff when I was 16 like very controlled very small little drinking gatherings and it was like this really I don't know it was just this exciting thing like oh my god I can have three um sugary cruises tonight and I'm gonna be so drunk after three that was kind of it and it was very like novelty you know like you're getting to try these different drinks and then when I hit 17 I think that was year 12 really really amped up the alcohol that year combination of being a rebellious phase just 
not thriving. I've talked about going to parties and for the first time in my life kind of putting myself out there and getting attention from guys and whatnot and I was drinking probably solidly one night a week in year 12 for most weeks. At this stage it wasn't really debilitating, it was still something really fun. I never really had a hangover the next day unless it was very severe but I definitely did drink in high school as a social lubricant as being quite an anxious girly all of my life. It's just like I'm genetically kind of wired a little bit more anxious I feel. I found that alcohol just made it so much easier to talk to people like anyone, close friends, people I'd never spoke to, just a lot of my high school peers, I feel like I felt a almost false sense of closeness with a lot of them because, you know, I had that alcohol fueling me, meaning it was easier for me to open up and easier for me to talk to people. I think towards probably the end of that year of being 17 is when, I don't know, I think sometimes... I would realize that alcohol was kind of having a bad effect on me mentally. Yes, it was giving me the social, you know, liquid courage in the moment, but I would find then that I would almost feel incapable of talking to some people, especially guys. I would find that I became almost dependent on (laughs) the alcohol and that I needed to always have a drink in me to be able to socialize with people. Otherwise, the anxiety was like off the charts end of year we did schoolies schoolies was so fun like I know I'm talking about this so be curious episode and kind of talking about the negatives and whatnot of drinking but schoolies was honestly so fun regardless of it being a week straight of getting sloshed for people who aren't Australian a schoolies is essentially it might be a little bit different now but when I went most of the grade is 17 so it's essentially a week of like underage drinking and there's like parties that you go to that are organized kind of by this company where you're meant to you know you're not allowed to drink in public that's still all illegal but everyone kind of just pre-drinks and you sneak you sneak alcohol in your clothes and whatnot and you just kind of go to this little baby version of a rave I guess (laughs) like there's DJs and stuff and there's themed costume nights and yeah I feel like the police just kind of pulls a blind eye essentially to the whole week Um, They know you're drinking, but you're just not allowed to get caught with it. So that was such a fun week, but it is literally a week straight of just drinking. But I feel like that was like a real tipping point because after schoolies and the lead up to going away from university, I would just drink so much and I was genuinely just looking forward to that day of the week where I could get shit-faced. I remember I literally went on holiday with my mum and I to America like a week after schoolies and... I was genuinely sad that I had to go three weeks on a holiday with my mum to fucking America and not be able to drink for three weeks because, you know, the drinking age there is 21 and I was also 17. And then the literally the first or the second day that I got back from that America trip with my mum, I literally bought a six-pack and went driving around with this guy and was drinking in the car, regional town things. But see what I mean? It was very kind of like dependent. It was my outlet. It was my way of coping. Then I went to uni, obviously college. I stayed at all girls college and there's just like a very strong college culture in university. Just kind of pitches your sororities and fraternities that you see in movies. And it was like that. They encourage binge drinking culture, vomiting, whatever. It's a whole joke. It's a laugh. Like it's, it's so strongly encouraged and you're almost 
you're alienated if you don't drink in college. Yeah, uni was drinking a bit, went home, COVID hit. And while there was quite a few restrictions and lockdowns because I was in a regional you know, city, my hometown, it was a bit more lax and I definitely still went to parties. <laughs> I still went to parties or at the very early stages, like I would drink with two people, but I was still, I was probably drinking about three nights a week in COVID. It was, I'm not going to give myself an excuse, but uni was online. I was failing. I hated it because I was going to switch degrees. I my parents were at work, so I was kind of alone during the day. There wasn't much to live for but drinking for me in those moments. And gosh, I hammered it. I hammered it so much. And I think that's when drinking finally took a physical toll on my body. As I've mentioned, I gained weight, but I just, my health was shot. I was always getting sick because my immune system was bad, having to, I don't know process alcohol I'm not really sure how it works but I definitely know drinking impacts that I would get injured like I would do some stupid shit while I was drunk and like injure my ankle or my leg both those things have happened and I still feel like it's never healed probably since I one night I like shaved half my eyebrow off for fun like I was just like doing whatever when I was drunk because I there was like no consequences in that moment And then I went back to uni and yeah, I did like another year and a half of college, similar thing, binge drinking culture was just rife. I know for me, drinking kind of had this bad, I don't know, like I knew I was doing it for the wrong reasons because I would use it to essentially medicate myself for anxiety. When even there wasn't a party on, I remember a few occasions where I would just have alcohol mixed up in a water bottle and I'd just be drinking that as, I don't know, like I went out one night, this is when I was underage, in Brisbane with like two of my good friends and I just took a bottle of like vodka in lemonade in a plastic water bottle to like walk around the city. Like it, it was bad in some instances where I knew, you know, alcohol was controlling me. It wasn't the other way around. And then pretty much after I got out of college um in my third year of university I moved out I definitely started drinking less because you're not in that environment still was drinking still liked to drink but it was definitely less and I definitely felt better for it um and then last year in 2023 uh I went on a Europe trip I did a Kentucky with my close friends and I kid you not for like 16 days straight we were drinking every single night And I almost felt and noticed myself slipping back into the same way I felt when I was 17 and when I was 18 during COVID. I had this boy (laughs) in my Kentucky group. Why am I saying boy? Like everyone's over like 21 in Kentucky. Man, I guess. Um, That I kind of had a thing with during Kentucky. This is weird if my mom was listening. But I definitely felt the same pattern of when I was 17 needing to like have a drink to be relaxed socially and being able to talk to people and I felt during Kentucky that I definitely relied on alcohol once again to talk to people talk to because you're in like a you're in a bus tour thing with like 50 other Australians so I definitely felt like I had to have a few drinks in my tank (laughs) to talk to people and make new friends and also talk to this guy and I almost like couldn't Like it got to this point where I like couldn't talk to him unless it was like on a night out in Kentucky where I had been drinking. And that's the same exact pattern that I had in year 12 
when I was 17. Like I felt incapable of talking and making like actual connections with people, whether that's friends or it's romantic, without having a social lubricant. And I think after Kentucky, it was so fun, by the way. Like I don't like while I'm talking about this in reflection, I actually don't regret drinking and going to the parties in Kentucky because it is a party tour. Everyone goes out. It's kind of this sense of community really where you're all all in the piss together for like 16 days straight and you do make some really good friends so no no shame to Kentucky but I will say if you're considering doing it it's a drinking thing like it's a drinking thing so I had so much fun but after that I felt like so run down because obviously I just I had been out of practice and I'd been doing this for 16 days straight of drinking and because now I'm 21 oh the hangovers were so bad (laughs) like the hangovers were horrible but I kind of had this feeling after that I was like wow I actually don't know if I liked how I was on that trip and it kind of almost triggered me a little bit bit that I was like wow that person is still kind of in me and if I don't try and challenge that in a way I do end up relying on alcohol I really do so pretty much since Kentucky to now I've barely drunk I might have I think I might have gone to like one or two parties at the start of living in London and the UK but apart from that I barely drunk and I know I didn't even drink on I think I had half a drink on New Year's Eve and I've had one drink this whole year and I've just like afterwards felt physically and mentally shit after it and it's really kind of solidified in my mind that I don't really want to do this anymore and I'm not saying this is my definitive statement forever I'm going to be giving up drinking forever and I kind of also also kind of mean it in a flexible way like if I'm in an occasion where I really feel like I want to have a drink I might have one but honestly I feel effects after one and I don't feel the need to continue I don't want to hang over I don't want to you know get foggy headed and I want to be able to still be me and try and just sit with how uncomfortable I may feel in these situations instead of just trying to numb it with um, anti-anxiety juice good old alcohol so that's where I'm at now I don't really drink I try to still go to these parties and that when I'm invited to but try and bring soft drink or I have one drink and then I just drink water like I'm still not trying to isolate myself I'm trying to go to these occasions for me personally I will say that it's a lot more anxiety inducing um I went to a party recently it was about 30 people it was a birthday for a friend and honestly it was like a few days after I flew back into Australia after being away for so long so maybe that was a factor but I spent a lot of that party with my close friends and sitting by the turtle Jackson he's um one of the people that lives at the house that the party was being thrown at has a pet turtle (laughs) and honestly I spent a lot of time next to that turtle that night I was just so anxious I had one drink and I found that it wasn't helping me I actually felt worse for having that drink and I just was really overwhelmed and overstimulated so yeah I spent a lot of that time at that party not talking to people and that's okay I'm not really beating myself up for that I know that it is going to be harder when you're not relying on alcohol to just relax your nervous system, especially me. I get overstimulated when there's a lot of loud noise and people very easily and yeah, I get overwhelmed talking to people, new people after a while. So it makes sense that that happened. 
and yeah I'm just trying to say not to sugarcoat that like oh if you give up alcohol and your life is amazing no it's sometimes it makes it harder but I think you choose your hard okay so that's kind of my story so having this awareness of it I think is key whether you want to keep drinking or not keep drinking I think having the awareness of it is actually going to help you facilitate the life you want I think you can identify you know what type of life you want like if you if you thought in one year's time if I continue on this trajectory is it going to bring me to a life that I want and for me personally I've been almost made aware that no alcohol isn't really something that I want in my lifestyle in a year or I don't want to be reliant on it for a as a way to soothe anxiety I don't like the hangovers I feel lightheaded when I drink it and there's so many good non-alcoholic versions that you can get like mocktails are so yum that it's like it doesn't actually for me being aware of it it doesn't feel like it's really taking anything away from my life yes there's going to be more uncomfortable moments as I said for me in particular that has abused alcohol for like two to three years more probably five years as a way to be socially feel okay it's going to be hard but it's still I don't know just being aware of it it's like wow I actually don't really want that in my life in a year's time and if I keep you know falling into the habits of using alcohol in a bad way for like my mental health and whatnot in a year's time I'm not going to be any different and I'm still going to be reliant on it for that and I think if I like I have obviously I want to run a half marathon and you know fitness goals in that sphere as well I think you know you can't be binge drinking because it really does hinder your progress so I think having an awareness and being in control of the alcohol consumption not the other way is key if you're someone that you know doesn't use alcohol to hide or mask mental health issues and using it kind of as a maladaptive coping mechanism there's probably nothing wrong with drinking alcohol you might just love a yummy bev and that's okay you might just like to wind down after a week of work fair enough I think it's just being aware of your usage and making sure that yeah you're the one controlling what goes into your mouth and not the other way around where you feel like you need it and then I think you can kind of ask yourself like am I using alcohol like to escape and if so what am I escaping from like what part of my life am I trying to numb or run away from that alcohol kind of gives me that relief so for me I kind of talked about touched on earlier that the cons just started outweighing the pros for me, I have so many cons of alcohol. I get such bad hangovers. Like, I'm so dramatic with it. Oh, so goddamn dramatic. I, oh, it's so bad. And I get, like, anxiety shakes the next day because, you know, it's been kind of numbing my nervous system for a night. And then the next day, it's like, oh, my nervous system comes back stronger and bitchier than ever the ne- next day. I think also just I feel, like, lethargic, like, physically. I feel sick um yeah I just it just ruins my whole next day my mental health is 10 times worse and I've noticed recently when I drink the alcohol it doesn't have the same effect that I used to love which is kind of the numbing for me I have one drink and I start getting like fuzzy minded and like I'm not present in conversations with people and I think now because I'm more focused on like authentic connections and you know like even if I am feeling this anxiety if it's like a connection that I think is valuable and think will go somewhere and 
friendships and that that are supportive I think I'd prefer to be more of my anxious self than a fake person a product of drinking I like being clear-headed nowadays and having that clarity and being able to really think in conversation because I think I used to use alcohol as a way to almost impress people because I could be open I could talk about a lot but and I wouldn't really think about if I actually liked the person I was trying to impress or trying to be friends with and I think now that's why I like a clear head because I'm like wow I actually first of all want to have a meaningful kind of conversation but I want to make sure that I actually vibe with this person too and I'm not just like talking their ear off on a night out and actually not liking this person at all like I've made some friends when I was binge drinking a lot that weren't good friends and were not good people and if I had met them sober we wouldn't have been friends things would have been different so for me the the only pro of alcohol for me is really some of them taste yummy (laughs) and secondly knowing that it does alleviate anxiety but that pro is also a con for me like it's a double-edged sword it's like yeah it might make it a little bit easier in the moment but as a result I'm like don't have a clear head, don't have good judgment. I'm kind of feeding into the narrative in my mind that I can't do this sober, I'm not good enough or I'm not enough sober and just kind of being a bad coping mechanism. So yeah, for me, all the cons outweigh the pros nowadays. Health impacts, I kind of touched on that earlier for physical like gym performance or running performance or anything. Alcohol slows down your recovery and and it's just not as good. I don't have the research, but I know I should do my research, but I just know that alcohol really is not good for your physical health. It is obviously a toxin that your body has to kind of almost break down and get out of you. Of course, it's not going to be good for your progress. And I feel like you will find you'll have a lot more gym progress or whatever if you drink less. And I also think if you're like me and you're a fucking pussy when you're hungover, I skip a session the day after drinking like I don't even think about doing physical exercise the day after drinking because I'm tired and I'm hungover so now that I drink less I have a lot more opportunities to get my sessions in for the week because like I don't have a day that's just written off because I'm hungover so there's definitely pros in that way and the health impacts from a mental health perspective as I said for me anxiety the next day after drinking is like off the chart it's not good it's not good at all um I don't feel great and I think even in the moment as I said using it to kind of mask mental health issues I may face is just not a good message to myself that like here just drink some poison juice and just ignore the fact that yeah you're nervous right now and just cover it up because how dare you like be perceived as being a bit nervous like that's not a very nice message to yourself and I think now while I I'm struggling with my mental health I have gone to a psychologist for years and right now I'm in kind of a low patch of my mental health. It's a it's a constant and continuous journey of yourself and your mind and whatnot. And I just know that despite maybe being a bit of rut mentally right now, I know it would be 10 times worse if I was binge drinking and just kind of ignoring it instead of facing it and sitting in this shit feeling. Questioning why you use it. What does alcohol do for you? Why do you think you may need to drink it? Why? What do you get out of it? For me, it was a social lubricant. And I definitely also think it depends on who you surround yourself with. 
questioning why I use it if I'm surrounded by people that binge drink every weekend and it's our main source of social catch-up and connection of course you're gonna drink you want to socialize with people it's our nature but if you're around people that that's like their only thing they do or they shame you if you don't want to do it that could almost bring you to question some of the people and friendships in your life. When I would rely on alcohol to give me the courage to talk to people, I would just talk to anyone at a party and I would, yeah, form relationships and friendships with people that weren't that good for me at all. Stepping away from drinking, it allows you to really evaluate the people you have in your life and whether they're serving you, and that, that sounds really bad, but like whether they're good for you and kind of want the best for you and whether that's mutual or not there can be a lot of fake friends if it's just revolved around drinking and maybe that's a bit problematic for me to say but I know I used to be friends with a lot more people I had more quantity of friends I guess but they didn't want the best for me and our main thing was drinking and now I have yeah less friends that I did when I was 17 or 18 or 19 but I the friends I have in my life are a lot more based on quality we actually mutually want good things for each other and not just feeding into these toxic cycles I think that's a big thing I had to face with my drinking alcohol journey is taking accountability for my own toxicity I know a lot of my close friends listen to this and I know some of them are ones that I went to high school with and kind of have seen me in so many different phases of my life so hello I appreciate you guys listening to that and this but I'm gonna be honest I was toxic like I was toxic in when I was 17 and very toxic in when I was 18 I take accountability for that and I think I'm not pinning it all on alcohol but I know alcohol really let me get away with it made me not care about it and it would just make me a more toxic person I did things on nights out that I'm not proud of and I got myself into situations or situationships with people or just led people on and just played with people's feelings a lot and I will say most of the time I was drinking when I made those decisions or engaged in those behaviors and I think I didn't have accountability and kind of for myself for so long because I kept the cycle going I kept drinking and now that you know, I don't really drink and I don't have much desire to. I can kind of see and sometimes I literally grimace of like how toxic drinking made me. I was such like this innocent little shy girl who liked reading up to year 12 and I was just so anxious in that and then I found this liquid courage and I abused it because I finally had a taste of maybe what normal people felt like. I thought, is this what everyone else is like? Is this how easy life is for other people? When I drink, I felt like life was easy. Like I wasn't constantly spiraling or just so nervous. And I clung to that. It was like a lifeboat for me, but I think the lifeboat had a hole in it because it was still, it was kind of dragging me down at the same time. It's actually, I feel really sad for younger Chloe because while I still suffer from anxious thoughts I really thought that there was no hope for me at all and that alcohol was the main thing that was going to make me feel normal and I think I felt as well that I had to be drinking was the only way I was gonna have a relationship or make new friends or whatnot and yeah it was this little toxic little 
lifeboat for me but I think at the same time it damaged my relationship with myself and I think it just made me into a person I didn't want to be and yeah I fully take accountability for some of the stupid shit I did in year 12 and COVID times but with this awareness now that that alcohol was not the lifeboat at all that I thought it was it really helps I guess inform my decision now of why I want to drink less that got kind of deep at the end wow but yeah I'm not judging anyone's choices with alcohol I just think be mindful of your consumption of it and maybe just don't be mindless about it just question why you're drinking whether you're actually enjoying it or not you might be enjoying it as I said that's great that's perf but just have some like awareness because I know I didn't for a long time and it was actually hindering me a lot more and I think yeah it kind of almost takes more of a wake-up call doesn't have to be so drastic but this knowledge that oh I actually don't want this for me anymore and while it served me and that's how younger Chloe coped and got through things I'm choosing something different now and you can too and I just also want to say if you're an Australian or a Brit (laughs) drinking culture is rife I will say and as a 21 year old it's a main recognized I guess expected social norm and I just want to say it's okay if you don't want to do those things and it will it might be harder but I think if you stick to being authentic and don't isolate yourself don't shut yourself off of the world but if you say no to a drink or whatnot you get some funny looks I don't know if they're the best people for you if you have good friends and good relationships right now they will be respectful and be okay if you're choosing not to drink there's so much of other life's activities out there if you don't want to do that there's run clubs there's gym there's book clubs there's so many different clubs just go on for a walk go to the movies just like there's so many things that don't have to revolve around drinking also as I said don't remove yourself from that social thing don't isolate yourself go to those parties it might be more difficult but you can bring your soft drink You can literally buy those soft drink cans and when people are off their tits, they won't even realise you're not drinking alcohol. And and when they're off their tits, they also won't realise that maybe you're a bit more quiet or reserved. Just a food for thought. I feel like this episode I could literally spend so long on and maybe I'll eventually do a part two. Alcohol's been such a constant and complicated thing in my life and I think I grew up in a family an extended family where it's almost expected that I do continue drinking but yeah this is just kind of while I've talked about some deep stuff and whatnot and I've made this quite like a longer episode for my standards I'm quite casual about it like if you want to kind of talk about drinking in real life with me like I'm not going to go on a lecture about it I just find it quite interesting just like becoming aware of why you drink and challenging those norms I guess And as I said, no judgment here. I don't mind if you drink. And, you know, I still might enjoy a singular occasional ginger beer because they're yum. But I just feel like and I know that alcohol doesn't add anything to my life and I don't really want it in my life. It's just choose your occasion, I suppose. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. I feel quite in the zone. I feel like I could keep rambling forever about this. And I think, yeah, I would love to do an episode down the track, potentially with one of my friends, if you're listening and if you're keen, just to kind of like talk about it. Just talk about it. Because then that gives more awareness and more people feel seen that maybe also want to evaluate and be a bit sober curious. 
So something I'm grateful for this week is hot girl walks with friends. As I kind of said at the start, I've said that so many times this episode, but I mentioned at the start that I have one really good friend who lives on the sunny coast that works and is like quite busy, but I've been seeing her for like one hot girl walk a week and that shit is therapeutic, like so therapeutic and I'm very grateful for that in my life at the moment. I think when mental health is low, they say, what is it, a problem shared is a problem halved and I feel like just being able to talk to someone your own age that doesn't judge does more than you can imagine and just having some girl time and on the sunny coast walks are beautiful so it's like two in one I think my mantra for the week is going to be what I said earlier like each morning is a new opportunity to start again and I think when you're having a really shit day or just things aren't going to plan that phrase can really get you through it when you lose hope when you're struggling with mental illness or mental issues or something that's really stressful in your life when you lose hope that it isn't going to get better because I know in the moment it can really feel like it won't and sometimes your brain is really good at lying to you and saying yeah it won't get better but I think if you can just hold hope that maybe tomorrow morning it's a new opportunity to reset and have a new day with new experiences new people in it and while you might find life a bit scary at the moment or stressful have hope that in the morning it's a new day something new something very small might happen that day that really makes you happy or lights you up for the whole week it makes you just being like shit I'm grateful to be alive so yeah thank you so much for listening I think next week when you listen to my episode there may be a name change coming I think I'm finally decided on it and I'm going to be still talking about the same stuff but my overarching thing is mental health so do with that what you will but yeah thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next week Bye.